0: Hey, friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. Um, We are in part two of season three, episode one. This might be a little bit shorter of an episode just because we had a lot of conversation last week with my dearest friends, but as Llewellyn is obviously a host, we want to hear her thoughts, some of her recap. Um, I wanted I stressed the importance to her that you guys want to hear her too. There are some of you that like her better than me, and I know that (laughs) and recognize it, and I'm okay with that. So I want to put her out on the front end as well um, because we do this together. So, but before we get into that, um, we have promised you some life updates. So typically we do that on the first of the month um, or the first episode of the month, but with last week being so long, you know, dialogue wise with my friends we decided to move it this week to give some more bulk to this episode as well so Llewellyn, lay it on us girl <laughs> what is your life update guys i'm
1: moving <laughs> ah! uh, i'm so excited to announce to you guys that i am moving south to florida
0: Oh, not Nashville. Not Nashville. But it's like halfway between Michigan and Florida, so I can definitely see you. I know, so fun. You better stop by and we can have like brunch or something or or lunch or dinner or wherever you're at or stay. Yeah, for sure. I don't even know. Yes. Um, That is so exciting. um, I'm so excited for you just because I know this has been... And I know you have different like like area sites, you know, geographical sites in mind for future future. But this has been like on your heart for so long that I am just really excited to see you be able to actually. You wanted to move before I even knew that I had a desire to move somewhere else. That's how long you've wanted to move. Yes, yes,
1: yeah. I, I, the
0: fact that I moved first is weird. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I have said for a while, like at least the last year, if not more, more that I've wanted to move. But I think for myself. I'm learning. I have always envisioned my next move as like, okay, this is where I'm gonna be for like a long time, mm-hmm. and so it was just becoming this monster of a thing where it's like, okay, I've got to pick the right place, where I'm going, all of that. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, just you know, with recent life things and whatnot, like I'm just un- I'm starting to realize, or I've started to realize, like the importance of family. The more, mm-hmm. not that I didn't know the importance of family, but that it's just it's important to spend time with the people you love and I've got some older family members down there. One is also my mom that I just want to spend as much time with as I can, you know, before it's their time to go. So that's kind of why I decided to go to Florida.
0: Good for you. That is a, that is such an interesting, I've had a lot of people, even in job related things where, you know, they, um, they think that their next job has to be, like, yeah. the next track on their career. It's like, who cares if you deliver Uber for a little while right. while you're figuring right. things out? So good for you for, like, you know, because moving to you know New York is no small thing. And <sighs> no. so good for you for just, like, deciding to do it. And I think it's such a good season to, you know, do that. You've been spending more time, you know, since she moved with her, you know, with the passing of your brother and just doing family gatherings. And so it'll be. A really great time for you i'm sure yeah. so well now i have somewhere to visit in florida there you go. <laughs> we can just be like destination friends too yeah, like for sure we could do like house swaps like i can go to florida and you can come live in nashville like in my home there we go there we go <laughs> perfect awesome um well speaking of home uh i don't i'm not gonna get a home but Um, I have recently been dialoguing with someone. Our lease is up at the end of this month for my current roommate situation. And they have been such like a huge blessing to my life because they haven't asked me to pay rent. Um, And and then even when I offered it, they said no. So they've been just a huge like financial blessing to be able to get me out of debt and um, all those types of things, which I'm so close to doing. But I am currently in dialogue with someone to be a roommate with. Um, it's really like, really like good, affordable, like a cheap place to live. It's super tiny, but it's like just exactly what I kind of need. I mean, I don't take up a lot of space anyways, just with my stuff. I've, I've gotten rid of just a lot of things over the years. So I really have barely anything to move. Um, but yeah, I will have, um, I'm, I'm currently, you know, in the process of signing like a lease and getting into a new space that'll be in at the end of this month. So, um, Not only will Llewellyn have a new place to live soon in a different state, but I'll have a new place to live soon in the same state as I currently live. (laughs) That's exciting.
1: (laughs) Look at us moving and shaking. (laughs) We're doing it, guys. We're doing all the life things.
0: We're doing it. And in the midst of that, we are also still actively doing our podcast. So um, there are hard things that come by in life, but um, it's fun to have something that's a it's it's fun to do. It can get a little draining, but it is fun to talk about and do. It's like a recreational thing that we do as like a hobby. It's yeah. just, it's it's fun. So, um, okay. Well, as we promised, Llewellyn, there is a whole side to this conversation. And that side is you that you have not <laughs> been able to have yet. <laughs> yes. We want to hear all the things. Now, typically, I sort of drive the flow of the conversation and because this is so unique we are just gonna let you go for it you bring up topics i might respond and like react um and like you know confirm or like disagree or just whatever it is but i want you to go ahead and sort of give all of our friends your your thoughts on this episode yeah for sure so i will have a
1: little disclaimer that i didn't write my notes how i how we usually do where it's like step mm-hmm. by step through the episode um right i kind of just did overall so like the little opening the main part and like the closing so in that okay first off in the opening The little soft open when they walk in like who are these people think like what are they <laughs> who are these people and why are they in the friends's seat like that's their seat I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like anytime that that happens, I'm like, what? who are these people? Like, that
0: is not where you sit. It's so funny that the odds... I, I love the idea that they they do that, though, because the odds of them always finding that same big section available right. is just so unlikely in a busy, like, New York, you know, urban area. Um, so it's funny that they only call it out a few times in the entire season.
1: Yeah, for sure. Okay, so... I think the, like, two main parts in this was Chandler and Janice. I almost put their names together. (laughs) (laughs) Chandler. What? (laughs) Anyway. I love that. And then then the Monica, well, I guess three. Monica and Richard issue, and then Mm -hmm. the Dream Fantasies. So Mm -hmm. I'll kind of talk about them, like, individually, just because they're all kind of their own thing. Yeah, perfect. So the Chandler and Janice thing... Mm. I still don't understand why he got back with her, but <laughs> that's beyond us. Um, but what I think what cracks me up most about this episode is how much Joey despises her. Cause mm-hmm. I don't want to say hate because he specifically says at one point, he's like, I never said, hate. I didn't say I hated you. Um, But it just like, it amazes me how much like Chandler is so smitten with Janice. Like, to Mm -hmm. the overload i feel like but joey is like making it his point like i don't understand like when are you gonna break up with this girl like why are you why have you not Mm. broken up with her and like trying to get the friends in on it and all of that so i thought that was interesting like we're almost
0: seeing a different side of chandler this season yeah i would agree it's a much more tender version i think yeah for sure like him and Janice's relationship has always been done in a humorous way. And this is the first time you see him, like, especially at the the end of season, like, two. that last episode where, like, one of the last scenes is him, like, Janice. Like, and he, like, goes up and kisses her. Like, it's really genuine and tender. Yeah, it is. Which is just different for him. Like, we haven't seen that side of him yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Have you ever had someone like interfere in one of your relationships or you, I know we asked that of, um, I asked that of my other friends, but have you, have you had that as well or done that to someone where you've like tried to go behind their back to like, we've got to get them to break up?
1: (laughs) Um, let me think. I feel like aside from like family members, like my mom, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. I don't think that's ever happened to me. Okay. Like, there was there's one specific boyfriend I had that my mom was like, I can't stand that guy. Um, oh. But, like, she never intentionally did anything to, like, break us up. Okay. But I think friendship-wise, I don't think I've ever had that. Mm. Okay.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah.
1: But I have heard of people, the whole, like, let me spend some quality time with your significant other to, like, get to like them like i have i've not personally done it but i've had friends that have done that with Mm -hmm. like one of their friends or like a sibling or something just to like see like okay maybe if i spent time with them got to know them on their level like i would like them or whatever but i thought joey's like response to that when he came back he's like i still can't stand her but neither one of us
0: died so i guess that's a good sign (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I feel like dating when you're younger, you kind of all become like submarine daters. Like mm-hmm. you just kind of disappear like under the surface. Um, for sure. And you're not really asking for people's opinions just because you're so infatuated. Yeah. But I feel like as you get older and you realize like the the place that friends have in your life and like the input and you trust their input, I think it's much more important that they fit also into the whole of your friend group. Otherwise, I feel like those are like people that are isolated within marriages probably don't have the strongest and I could be totally wrong. This, this is not like a generalizing statement, but I feel like having a good set of, you know, friends that you guys all get along together with to, you know, hold each other accountable. And there's some like relational depth there. I feel like that just breeds better marriages as a whole. And so uh, as you're older, I feel like that becomes more important. Like I, I remember back in the day, like, it didn't care if my other friends, like, really liked because I was the one dating him. Right. But now it's like, dude, if he doesn't fit in with my, like, best friends, like, people I do life with, like, that's going to be, re- like, it's going to be almost like, they, now they don't have to be best friends, but, like, if we want to all go out, I don't want him to be like, oh, I don't really want to go out with your friends. You know, like. Yeah. No, I get that. I want there to be, like, some sort of camaraderie there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel like as you get older, it, like, it matters more how they Mm -hmm. get along with people in your life, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, as far as the Chandler-Janice thing, that's all I really have on those two. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so then if we talk about Monica. Mm. Poor girl. (laughs) she just been been there she just like was not herself this whole episode like she always looks terrible she's tired not going to work like uh, poor girl poor girl um but I will say like the whole like breakup thing you know like she found the butt of his cigar on the the porch (laughs) she found the hair in the drain that was a little extreme especially for Monica but I get it. Like, you find the little things or the tapes that she ordered for him finally came in the mail. Like, I had that happen with a sweatshirt that I had bought him, and it finally came like two weeks after we
0: What? No!
1: Yeah. Yeah. It actually happened, um, so that happened to me, where I had bought him a sweatshirt, and it came after the fact. And then my dad, for that holiday, had bought him, had bought us matching sweatshirts. Oh, no and he it gets worse
0: (laughs) yeah and he felt he
1: felt so bad he like he actually called me and he's like hey i just want to i just want to ask you a question I'm like yeah what is it dad And he's like well for christmas i like thought that jake was gonna be here and so i bought you guys like the same present um and if you want me to return it i'll return it and i was like well what is it he's like they're sweatshirts they're like matching sweatshirts and i said honestly and i don't know about you but like Wearing my boyfriend's clothes is like one of my favorite things because they're always bigger. They've, they're yeah. so comfy. Um, so I told my dad, I was like, no, for sure. I will take both of them. I would just keep them both. <laughs> <laughs> what was the sweatshirt? Was it like your favorite
0: football team or something?
1: Well, it was his favorite football team because I didn't really. OK. Because he watched. Uh, he was a Chicago Bears fan.
0: Oh, OK. And so yeah.
1: he like got me watching football. He was the one that like taught me everything that I know about okay. football. Um. Ah. So it was a Chicago Bears sweater. I don't even have them anymore, but I did keep them both for the longest time. I was like, this is comfy. I don't care if I don't really like the team. But Nice. Um, yeah, so I totally get it. Like the whole, it, it's hard to like let go of those things. <laughs> but it was weird seeing Monica in that situation. You know, just like not herself, very just different. But that's really it. Oh, and the ending with her dad, I thought was so sweet. How he came over. Yeah. It was so sweet. And then she could finally fall asleep when she heard about how Richard was doing, which is valid because sometimes you're like... So valid. I feel like they're out partying, having the time of their life with their friends, who probably already has another girl, but like, no, he's
0: crushed just like you are. Yeah. And it's really sweet because that's always what you want as like the other party, like, every party wants to know that it mattered. It's it's just, like, the validation that the relationship meant something and, like, even if they feel, like, you want them to feel bad because it, it, like, validates your own. Yeah. Like, I was in it too. So, it's such a relief when you hear that. Yeah, for sure. Even in hindsight, like, have you ever had a guy come back after, like, years and just be like, I've never forgot about you and, like, tried to circle back or, like, anything like that where it's sort of, like, even in, like, even in the back, back end of things, like, it kind of wraps it up for you and gives you some type of closure, like, oh, cool, it really did matter, because, like, they're telling you even now. Have you ever had that? Yes, actually, I did. Um, <laughs> me too. You, I love
1: it. You said that at first, and I was like, no, I've never had that, but then I was like, wait, yes, I did. Um, it was only, I think it was, like, a year and a half later, maybe, like, not too, too long. Um, okay. But he called me one day, and just out of the blue and he was like sobbing and I'm like wait first off what is happening <laughs> like you never really sobbed like this when we were together like I don't understand but I was at I was finally at the point because our breakup crushed me and I was finally at the point at that point where I was like I'm over him like there's nothing he could say to me to make me take it back like whatever mm-hmm. Um, and he called me sobbing and he's like I just realized that our relationship is the best thing that I ever had and I, you know, I moved on too fast and I should have listened to you. And cause like the reason we broke up was, um, like moral reasons. Like we were both underage mm-hmm. and he decided to start drinking crazy amounts. And I'm like, look, I'm not comfortable with this. And yeah. you know, I didn't, I don't say I gave him an ultimatum, but I kind of did like, <clears throat> Hey, it's either you mm-hmm. decide to do this or we're done. Um, he came back and he's like I'm like I should have listened to you like my life is falling apart like I don't like where I'm at and I'm like look I I'm sorry to hear that and I hope things turn out for you but I can't like I'm I'm moving on and at that time I think I was actually getting ready to go away to college so I'm like like to another school like uh, not Mm -hmm. in that town so I'm like I literally don't have time for this relationship yeah but it did feel good because I was like okay like our relationship ended and I don't really know if he actually cared,
0: but I guess he did. So yeah. Wow. Love that. Mine was, I'm trying to think of the timeline. I feel like it was like four years later. Wow. Um, But I'm trying to like, I can't remember the exact timeline. It might've been, maybe it was two or three actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, we'd broken up at the end of sophomore year, cause he was a senior going off to college. And, uh, I, I think I, I think he circled back before I went, I, before I moved out to Oklahoma and one of his like mutual friends that I knew at the same time was like kind of the third like person that kind of like brought us, not brought us back together because we didn't. But at that point I was living my life very differently. And so I was kind of, very strong in some of my in some of my like new stances that he was not necessarily like used to and so he phased out real quick after that once he realized like there's a certain standard by which I wanted to live my life um, but it was just like interesting and just validated it because like that breakup was so like heartbreaking to me um, but yeah so I've had a similar experience that's funny good for us look at us <laughs> <laughs> now if a guy could just like come and like want to marry us
1: that'd be great stay <laughs>
0: If one would just stay, that'd be great. Right, right, right. (laughs) Uh,
1: That's funny.
0: Uh. Okay, so what else? Okay, um, and
1: then one little thing before we talk about the, like, dream fantasies. There were two moments, I don't know if you got these, in the episode where two separate characters broke character. So there was one- Maybe. There was one part where Monica had the hair and she came out and they were all eating breakfast- Um Mm -hmm. and Ross, you know, was like, Well, I don't really care for you to be this close to me with that. Um, when she drops it and it falls in his cereal bowl, Jennifer Mm -hmm. Aniston like immediately like grabs her mouth and just loses it. Like the rest of them Yeah, the rest of them are laughing, but like she hardcore was laughing. It was hilarious. Um that's awesome (laughs) but then the the other one that i actually thought was worse because i think she's she loses character and it's very obvious to tell is lisa kudrow um Mm -hmm. when they were in the cafe later on monica had just brought the tapes in and they were like all right let's take you back home like we'll get you at home and she's like okay to a galaxy far far away and lisa kudrow just like Uh. her whole face you could (laughs) tell she was like yeah i wasn't expecting that (laughs) it was hilarious (laughs) That's awesome. But that's I did not notice those. Yeah, they were hilarious. But those are like my favorite things to catch.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, broken character. Yeah.
1: But it okay, so then it ties into the whole dream fantasy thing with the Princess Leia and the gold bikini whatever um that Ross has. Yeah. And just the idea that like, you know, he tells Rachel and then she goes and tells Phoebe and Monica obviously at some point, but her friends It's so, I guess it's just weird to me because it's so normal for girls to talk Mm -hmm. about things, almost everything, with their best friends. Yeah. But I guess, like, I just assumed that guys did, too. Mm. But I guess they don't talk about as much as girls would, which is a little surprising to me.
0: Yeah. I don't know if it's, like, if it's the intimacy that scares them. It could be. I mean, even with my friends, like, the two guy friends that were, you know, on our our conversation, Ashkan and, and Nathan, mm-hmm. like, they talked about it briefly. Um, but we really never, like, dove in. Like, is it the intimacy? Is it the topic? Like, because it seems too intimate and vulnerable? Like, is it – I don't know. Like, I don't know what the reason is. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah.
1: It's just interesting to me because I, like, can, like, specifically remember just different things where it's like, oh, my gosh, you – I look at my best friend, my, I mean, my best friend is Nicole, who you guys have all met. Um, And there's so many things that I tell her that I'm like, I can't even imagine, like, if I didn't have somebody to tell, like, who am I going to tell? I don't know. Yeah. It's just so interesting. But. Right. um, I did think it was hilarious, that scene where Chandler and Ross are in the cafe and Ross tells him like, you know, Rachel told me that I should talk to you about some things. So can we try talking about some things? (laughs) And, you know, Chandler immediately does this whole, like, why, 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 why would they do this? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's so great. Uh, It's one of my favorite Chandler lines. Um, But just his, like, I love how they, I love the, like, Chandler and Ross, how they interact with each other. Because they look like two, like, school kids when they, like, go to try something new. They're like, okay, yes, like, we're excited. Let's do this. And then they yeah. dive into it and they're immediately like what is happening or in Ross's like situation he said I said to share not scare. Yeah. yeah. Ghost <laughs> <laughs> it over there. Well, and
0: it and it brings like the dialogue back around of like Joey, sorry, not Joey. Chandler and Ross have been roommates yeah. through college. Yeah. So they've known each other for a very long time. Yeah. Um and so it's it's fun to see them like be like, well, should we do that? Like, try and enter new phases of friendship just because it's all, like, so new to them. Just, you know, in general.
1: Yeah, it was funny. But, you know, how it ended with um, Chandler telling him, like, yeah, like, here's, like, what I thought. And you think of, you know, this girl comes in, and this girl comes in, and then it's just your mom. And <laughs> pictured your mom. So you're having, you know, with your mom. Ross is like, what? No. <laughs> but then the tag which is the last thing I really have on here Ross mm-hmm. and Rachel finally get their moment where they get to live out this dream fantasy of his and she's dressed as Princess Leia and the buns and everything and I love also how he's like singing the theme yeah. <laughs> he's
0: so excited so excited he's like a little kid he's like bum, 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 and like jumping up and like he he's so animated about it it's hilarious. yeah it's it's classic Ross. But before he like before it
1: even happens, like you just knew like what was going to happen, like the way his like facial expression started changing and then Mm -hmm. it pans back and it's his mom instead of Rachel. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's the worst. Like Mm -hmm. I couldn't even imagine
0: that. uh, It would be terrible. But yeah. Well, you can't spell gross without Ross. So (laughs)
1: this is true.
0: (laughs) Yes. We don't have any friends here to like hit us back with anything on that one yes yeah it's and it's it's so awkward to see like older people and like that oh, right. like dress like her dressed up like that is so awkward even for me and i'm like a woman <laughs> like i'm so squeezed out by yeah that. yeah <laughs> and he's so mad at chandler he's like dang it chandler <laughs> <laughs> that's why i hate you chandler yeah it's, it's so good yeah but that's uh, really well, it. I- yeah, so did you, I mean, did you like the episode? I I thought it was really good. I did. I thought it was a good episode
1: to open the season on.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's got a lot of, like, heavy-weighted things going. Like, there's a lot that bears weight to, like, even though Ross and Rachel's, like, whole dialogue is throwaway, it brings up a whole dialogue of, like, guys' relationships and girls' relationships and yeah. how different they are. Like, I thought that was really great. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, well, if you don't have anything else, I'll go into some episode trivia. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. So this is the only season premiere that doesn't pick up immediately after the events of the previous episode. So a lot of the times when a new season would appear, it'd be the exact same scene. So like season one to season two, it was Rachel waiting in the airport and that's where the scene ended. And then, you know, half a year later when season two picks up back in the day, she's still waiting in the airport as Ross is coming out with Julie. Um, And then in, you know, next seasons down the road they do something similar where you know they're ending in the apartment together there's that one specific scene where uh, Chandler's wearing that red shirt and he loses a lot of weight between seasons but it's the same exact scene like it always picks up right in the same moment but this is the only season premiere that doesn't pick up immediately after interesting Yeah. Um, Fun fact, George Lucas sent the production team a letter congratulating them on this specific episode um, because he's obviously the creator of the Star Wars episode for A New Hope from 1977. So he actually wrote the production team about this uh, Ross's Princess Leia fantasy, which is awesome. (laughs) Nice. Monica smokes a cigar towards the end of this episode, um, and Courtney Cox, as we've mentioned before, was a smoker at the time and apparently quit three years later. Um, uh, In this episode, the cast members turned up to Central Perk, as we talked about in this um, opener, to find their sofa occupied. This only happens two other times in the one with Unagi and the one where Chandler gets caught respectively. And then, but the ironic thing about this one is the couch in this episode is occupied by the writers of season three of the show. Oh, that's funny. So all of, all of who's going to be on as the writers of season three are on the couch for the opener of season three. I think that's so perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, did you notice um, Jennifer Anderson has kind of red hair during the season? Like she's changed her hair a little bit. Yeah. Um. So, it is It is somewhat widely believed that she dyed her hair for um, the movie Picture Perfect, which came out in 97, um, which she filmed while she was on hiatus with the show in between the second and third season. But she actually dyed it red due to auditioning for the role of Rose in Titanic. No. Yes. So, of course, it was eventually nabbed up by Kate Winslet, who is the perfect fit for that role. 100%. Um. As the character of Rose and her mother, Ruth, both have red hair in the film about the, you know, about Titanic. So, um, yeah, can you imagine her as Rose? That would have been
1: such a different movie.
0: Yes, I completely agree. And like with Leo, like it just. It just wouldn't fit. There's something so like exotically unknown about Kate Winslet, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, no, she was perfect for that role. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I agree. Wow, I didn't know that um okay so a couple spoilers here in the coffee shop if you noticed ross and chandler talk about the cute girl at the xerox shop so this would be the one ross would later hook up with when he and rachel are on their quote-unquote break <laughs> nice <laughs> and then when chandler talks to ross about imagining his mother when having sex he mentions that he pictures Elle mcpherson in season six mcpherson briefly joins friends as joey's roommate janine Lecroy. interesting So we'll see her later on. And then um, I think we've mentioned this before, but both Jack and Judy Geller appear in this episode. However, they do not share scenes with each other. I think we've talked about that um, when it comes to Rachel's parents. Yeah. Um, But in this season or in this episode, it just so happens to happen with the Gellers as well. Um, And then... This one uh, Nathan briefly mentioned, but I wanted to give some like statistical evidence for it because he kind of went on a, I don't want to say nerdy tangent because it is just people who are diehard fans like know that this is important. So Star Wars purists will note that Rachel's hair is not accurate when she dons the Princess Leia bikini. The iconic hair buns were only worn in Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, while Leia only wears a gold bikini in Star Wars Episode Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. In Episode Six, Leia's hair was in a long braid at the time. Though Rachel does ask Ross if she got her hair wrong, so I, I like to think that that was a nice little nod to the fact that it is technically inaccurate in the sense of like the canon of the star wars franchise um but but people most know leia for the side buns um and then chandler and janice another spoiler remain together until the one with the giant poking device um there is a couple more um kind of goofs as phoebe memes princess leia she says where's my strong ross skywalker to come rescue me she should have mentioned Han Solo technically in this instance, as he is Leia's lover while Skywalker is her brother, which I do think is, like, part of the relevance of, like, again, the the canon, the accuracy of the, the whole franchise. So I figure our Star Wars fans would probably appreciate that. Yeah. And then um, one interesting thing about the opener as well. So... The whole gang, of course, including Monica, comes into Central Park talking and laughing, but they leave as soon as they see that other group in the chairs. But in the next scene, Monica's in her bathroom and she's been crying for nearly three days straight over breaking up with Richard and hasn't slept in three nights. So either that's a uh, continuity error or, you know, they just think that three days happened to go by between when they went into the cafe in the very next scene. Because it would be kind of, it'd have to be at least three days between when she, but she didn't seem like really sad about the breakup. Right. So it just seemed, I think it's a continuity error. Um, fun opening just for the sake that, again, like we said, it's all of the um, the writers and things like that. But uh, when, and then finally, just kind of this last one, um, another continuity error that there's, there's a few more, but I thought this one, I noticed it. Um, when Ross and Rachel are in Rachel and Monica's apartment and Ross is eating that fudgicle, he takes the first bite. And after the scene changes, it's whole again. And when the scene changes, the level of the fudgicles changes. So, like, he takes a bite, but then it's whole again, but then it's not whole. So, continuity-wise, like, they must have used, like, multi, multi-uses multi of this fudgicle. But as he was, like, biting into it, I kind of noticed that there was a little difference in it. So
1: I feel like it's hard to, knows. like, get scenes where people are eating because it really is you more than likely have to shoot every scene at least two times, if not more. And so like if the not different more, levels yeah. of like, Oh, their glass was half full. And then it was like almost gone. And then it was all the way full. Like,
0: yeah, it's gotta be yeah, hard. Yeah. You're, you're You're absolutely right. I think they have, um, I think the office talks about this all the time. There are people that they hire that literally that's what they do is they look for continuity and how the actors and actresses do their scenes and what they're doing while they're doing it. So like if you pick up a pen or, you know, with your right hand, or if you move a piece of paper, like there are people that make note of that and then have to tell like, okay, you did this in this first take. So this needs to be in every take moving forward. Wow, that
1: would be kind of an interesting job.
0: Wouldn't it? Like you're constantly monitoring for continuity. Now, obviously, there's going to th- be things that are missed when it comes to, you know, cutting and, you know, you are it on the chopping block for different scenes and stuff. But for the in moment like and you're trying to get different angles, that's a that's a tough, that's a tough job. Yeah. And you're constantly having to watch for things like that. And not just one person. Right. Like there's one person for the entire floor of people that are acting. Yeah. And with a bullpen as big as the office was, like that's a lot of people to watch. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so those are some fun episode trivias. So let's go into our episode rating system. Llewellyn, what'd you think? Yes. I think I would give this one
1: um, a central perk. Mm. Yeah. Because I, th- okay. I thought for a season opener, it was really good. Like, it had a lot of, I mean, it had a lot of different elements, but I feel like they all kind of, like, storylines, I feel like they all kind of meshed well together, because they were all pretty much about relationships. They were all about relationships. And kind of like you had said, like where the Rachel and Ross one could have been like a throwaway line or a throwaway mm. storyline, like it it really did like beg the question of, you know, how guys talk to other guys, now girls talk to other girls. And like it just had there was a lot to think about. And so I feel like it was a good opening episode. And just with, like, Mm. what we know with, you know, upcoming episodes, I feel like it kind of did set the course for, you know, like, Chandler and Janice's relationship and Monica getting over Richard and, like, different things. So I feel like it really paves the way well into the season. So I'm going to give it a central perk.
0: I would completely agree. Uh, I would give it a central perk as well, I think, for all of the things that you said. I just think it's a solid episode. Like... There's not one storyline that feels less than the others. They all bring up great dialogue. Um, It's funny. It's um, like it brings up real like real topics. Um, It sparks like good conversation. Like even when my friends and I were all, you know, sitting around talking together, just It's good dialogue. It brings up some fun, you know, topics of conversation. And I think they're all strong storylines. For sure. Um, So I liked it a lot as well. So I would also match you with Central Park. Awesome. um, We, in our post-show wrap-up, I am making the social media spotlight kind of a solidified thing moving forward as we have quite a few – um like instagram messages we've had some emails and things like that that i just want to give some air to um just because it's so kind of you when you when you guys do reach out most of you are on you reach out on social media um which we love so my first um i guess this is, is it our first we've done it before i think but a social media spotlight for this week is um from instagram And it was from a while back, so forgive me for getting, you know, not getting to it until now. And I'm sorry if I'm going to butcher the name of this, but it is just underscore mytholanchal, oh gosh, mytholanchal or mytholanchal underscore things. Um, I'm so sorry, I'm definitely pronouncing that wrong. But this person writes, Hey, heard your podcast on Spotify, it's great, keep going, purple heart. And yeah, I'm also a very big Friends fan. So I responded and just said, you know, thanks, we're so glad you like it. They reached out again on a different date and said, Currently listening to your podcast, and just asked, and you just asked, you know, if you think Barry is hot. And no, I really don't think Barry was sexy. If he was, Rachel wouldn't have ran out of the wedding. <laughs> so true. <laughs> i love that and then there's a couple like laughing emojis with the little like sweat drops up the top or like raindrops on the head or something so um laughing ton in cheek so thank you so much for that feedback we appreciate it um we enjoy getting your messages and there are several of you in my queue for the next um couple of episodes um we don't really get into it um but i will be spreading those throughout so thanks so much um, all right, recommend to a friend. Llewellyn, you have such a good one, and I think it's so relevant to your news. Yes, okay, guys. So
1: mine's not really like a like an actual thing, um, like a physical object. But mine's not either, so that's perfect. <laughs> yes. But in, you know, I'm moving soon. So naturally, anytime I move, I like to kind of go through my stuff and attempt to downsize. Well, this is going to be my first, if I'm in, you know, all transparency, this is my first out of state move. So I'm trying to figure out the cost, you know, of, you know, what do I, what do I need to take down? Like how much is it going to cost me to run a U-Haul or whatever I decide to take. So in doing that, I realized that I really need to downsize because Mm. if I'm honest, there are a few boxes that I know for certain have moved from place to place. That I've yes. always said, like one day when I get my own place, this is going to go up or this is going to happen. <laughs> well, yes. guys, I've been in my own place for the last year, and I still have those boxes in my closet. <laughs> so the other day, I asked my friend to come over. We and I said, okay, I don't know if I need you here to like physically tell me to throw things away or donate things, or if I just need your presence around <laughs> so that it makes Ooh, me like do accountability. It. Yeah. So my recommended friend, guys, is purging things, like literally going through every item you own and saying, do I need this? Do I not need this? Getting rid of it, donating it, whatever you need to do, sell it if that's the route you want to go. So I took one evening this week, went through everything in my closet, including my clothes. Like I wasn't going to do my clothes. Because I was like, you know, I'll do that Mm -hmm. another day. And she's like, no, we need to do your clothes. And as you're going through, we're going to pack the ones that you're not wearing right now. So then that way you don't have to worry about them when it's time to move. Guys. Wow. What a good friend. I know. So I have, I literally have, I think, four garbage bags full of clothes that I'm donating. So many. I don't even know where all these clothes came from. And then (laughs) there's like books, there's some decor that I've never put up, like, Just things that I'm like, okay, I don't need to take this. It probably equates to like maybe three or four like totes that I'm not going to be taking with me to Florida, which is like so refreshing. Like now I walk in Mm -hmm. my closet and I'm like, oh my gosh, it looks like there's so much less in here. I have less stress to worry about moving things. So if even if you're not moving, I highly suggest take some time. It's springtime, perfect time to clean. Go through your stuff. And if you don't use it, donate it, sell it, whatever you got to do. But the joy that you'll get from purging stuff, guys, it's so worth it.
0: You are absolutely right. And I I love so – I feel like we're bonding on like a spiritual level right now because <laughs> I love it so much. I have purged so many times now. The first one is always the hardest, I'll tell you. Like And I'm glad you had somebody because like even the first time I did it, I probably got rid of two thirds of everything that I owned because there was so much stuff that I carried from one state to another, from one apartment to another that I never used, that I never got out. And now having purged so many times, all this stuff that that first round was really hard to get rid of that I decided not to, by the next time the purge came around, I was like, Okay, I still haven't used it. So now it becomes, like, less sacred. Yeah. I think everyone is, like, we're very materialistic in, like, consumerism type, like, culture. And I never, like, would have said that, but it's so hard to get rid of stuff sometimes. Yeah. Um, But when you do it once, I think it becomes easier and easier, and things themselves just become less sacred. And so then you're more willing to kind of throw things away, but it also makes you more conscious of the things that you buy, I have bought so much less of that stuff because I realized that I want things that last mm-hmm. versus, like, oh, that cute little knickknack that's in my home. Like, there are certain stores that I just do not go to because I know what's in them will make me want to buy them. But then, yeah. like, three years from now, I'm going to be like, why did I buy that? I never right. put that up. If I ever get my own house, it's not going to be, like, in style by then anyways. And I'm going to want to do my own, like, a new thing. Right. So, Good for you, Llewellyn. Oh, that must be so freeing. Oh, I'm is. so excited and for And I'm you. sure
1: there's going to be, like, another day where I continue that because I know that there's still, like, obviously, it's still early in my move, and there's more I could definitely mm-hmm. do, so.
0: Well, and you could do another little mini one before you move from, like, the first place that you're going to be staying at to, like, your second place. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, once you move all of it, you might be like, eh, you know, by the time that comes around again, yeah. so good for you. Um, Mine is also not a tangible thing. Mine is research the nicest state park in your area. So, you know, give yourself like a two hour, um, like anywhere within a two hour radius of you and, you know, maybe find one that has waterfalls and hiking and picnic areas and, you know, maybe different activities like kayaking or horseback riding and just like spend a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon there like take the drive get on some walking shoes and just go hike um while Jane was in town um which we'll be hearing from her in a couple of weeks to recap on our um uh time together um we we did that. Uh there's a state park in the area that is, you know, just under two hours away and it is beautiful. Like you can see the top of the waterfall, but then you can also climb down and go to the very bottom of it and be like right where the water is that it falls down into. And it's just like a beautiful place where it gives you a little bit of a workout. It's, you know, you're climbing up a bunch of steps and like dug in rock steps and things like that. But we brought like a picnic with a bunch of fun stuff to eat and just made a whole like you know, three quarters a uh, half a day out of it. And it was just really fun. So, um, we are definitely in, you know, the throes of, you know, the probably springish, but definitely getting into summer as well in some states so and areas of the world. So just do something different. If you don't normally do that, you know, find a park near you, um and go make a Saturday out of it. Bring, you know, bring a close girlfriend or guy friend or Uh, make it a couple's thing and bring a picnic and have a blast. It was super fun. There was literally no cell phone service where we were at, and it was Uh, wonderful. That's the best. It was so great, and it was just – it was relaxing. I mean, like, as much as you're doing some physical activity, you're you're also, like, out in nature. It's just a good break from the normal, like, city thing.
1: Yeah, which is what I'm so excited to, like, live in Florida because I've not really been, like, a super big outdoor person, but – It's probably attributed to the fact that, you know, seven of the 12 months that are in Michigan is, like, bitter cold. (laughs) (laughs) It is. So I'm excited to be in a place where, like, there's sunshine and there's ocean and there's hiking trails. So it'll be good.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Well, we have a little bit of audio that we have... um saved from my talk with my friends you know Elizabeth and Ashcon. they did a quick recommend to a friend just because I teased it with them while we were talking about the main bulk of the episode together in our kind of roundtable conversation but they had a few things that they wanted to recommend to you so take a listen
1: Um, So, yeah, my recommendation is actually something that you, Leanne and Sarah and Nate recommended. We played it all together. It's a game called Red Flags, and it's hilarious. So I would highly recommend getting that game.
0: Explain it a little bit.
1: So you're, like, pitching a date to a friend. We played it even though some of us are married. Um, But you're pitching a date to somebody and, like they're the best person in the world and then the person to your left has like a card that's a red flag and they're trying to like kill the date because they want you to choose the date that they're going to pitch you so it's hilarious yeah and it's things that you would not even think of Um, (laughs) it's fantastic yeah because you can be like oh my gosh this is the perfect person and then there's just something that is like a definite deal breaker yeah it's a
0: red flag it's good it's Mm -hmm. great Uh, It's a hilarious game. Was that
2: amateur? Amateur
0: Chris Hemsworth was an amateur cannibal cannibal for a game that we had played. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, it It was was, a perfect guy. It's a perfect guy. I was like, Chris Hemsworth loves you, has a lot of money, and then it was like, amateur cannibal. I was like, oh,
2: (laughs) and and he's six years old. Yeah.
0: Yeah six year the one the six year old card yeah. it, it's a deal breaker for yeah. you. you almost have to take it yeah, out of the really. deck because it just trumps, it just trumps <laughs> everything. everything because you're like it it's could be right. the best but like super affectionate <laughs> treats you like nobody else yep. is six years old you're yeah like, i can't pick you, <laughs> you can't. as a, like i just can't yeah. pick this date
2: there's no argument you can't defend that you're just yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's yeah what about you Ashkan? uh i'll be the cliche musician and recommend something that has to do with music Love it. so uh mm-hmm. there's this podcast that i listen to from time to time Usually Usually, just when I'm taking long road trips, because um, that's otherwise I'm just listening to music. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's called Song Exploder, and if you haven't listened to it, it's dope. Um, it goes does deep like deep dives on the songwriter's creative process on writing mm. that song. So like they're getting interviewed and they're asking like questions, and they kind of take you through the creative process. Every every musician is a little bit different. Like some go into more detail, some not so much, but yeah. It's, it's just really interesting for me. Yeah. Um, but if you like to just like hear a little bit more about like the artistic process and getting there, whether it's lyrics or, um, the music, it's, it's cool. That's a lot of fun.
0: Okay. Those things were wonderful. Thank you, Elizabeth and Ashcon. Uh, those are great. We have a bunch of fun with the one that Elizabeth mentioned. Um, And yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this kind of second part to the beginning of season three. We're very excited for a summer of fun with this season with you all. Um, Keep your social media comments coming in and you might be featured on our social media spotlight in our post show wrap up. And next week, we are going to cover the one where no one's ready. Such a great episode. It is, but I'm already dreading that title. Ugh, it gives me anxiety. Anyways,
1: <laughs> we will get you guys next week on the Woman with Friends podcast.